Hello and welcome back to The Little Couch. In today's episode, second time champion guest conversationalist Kyle and I discuss cultivating friendships, building community, and possibly starting a cult. I'm your host, Anastasia. Let's dive in. Wow, it tells you. Yeah, yeah, you can't be secretive about it. That's, oh, that's, that's actually probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what it would have like come out of that in the pandemic? <laughs> Not good. Not good. Um, I was just watching Brene Brown's Atlas of the Heart. I don't know what that is. Oh, do you know who Brene Brown is? Okay, she does yeah. like a lot of, she's a, I think she's might be even a professor, but she's written a lot hmm. of books. And she does a lot of stuff with like, she basically studies emotions. Okay. And she just did a five part special on HBO, breaking down like all the different emotions that we actually feel Hmm. versus what we're capable of communicating or what people think. Right. Actually identify. And it was interesting. I thought to like watch it prior to this conversation, because it also breaks down like how our inability to really be with people because of like discomfort and stuff yeah so I thought wow so interesting I wish I was like wondering if you had heard about it because I thought oh, it'd be really interesting to discuss that as well um because her yeah just like her perspective on things I was like damn like who really has that or can even fully put these like thoughts into practice mm. you know yeah it well, was- and you you seem uh you're very in tune with your emotions I like to think so, but then I, then I listen to things like that. <laughs> I'm like, am I? <laughs> and I, I think I probably am and maybe just don't want to give myself credit for like the amount of awareness that I have. Cause I still yeah. have apprehension. I'm like, well, is that what I'm really feeling or what I think I should feel versus if I yeah. actually just take credit for it, be like, no, I, I can name this emotion. I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think I still kind of tiptoe around the fact that I probably am. Well, even just to be able to say that you're feeling something and be able to generally yeah. place it, I think is better than what a lot of people can do. Yeah. Um, and just recognizing that there's an emotion at play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some people that's that's hard. They'll react based on an emotion, but not recognize that that's what's happening. Yeah. Then it's and they just feel like that's a natural response. It's like no, you're reacting because you're afraid that's different you know or whatever mm-hmm. but um i think you're intentional based on all the things that you have shared over the years especially yeah. you know on social media um very intentional with putting uh your thoughts and feelings just out there and whether you're in tune with all of them or not you're at least trying to tap into some of them yeah. so yeah that counts for something (laughs) thank you for saying that that's true you're not oblivious yeah (laughs) I think maybe I was for like a season (laughs) but yeah I don't know I think I'm trying to balance what are your thoughts on social media these days um yeah that's uh well talking about friendships um one thing I wanted to cover was uh, what we desire in our friendships. Yeah, and, I wrote that down. <laughs> um, I think social media plays a big part in that. Yeah. Um, I, I think um, I'm much more casual with my use of 
Instagram, especially now. Um, I don't, uh, I don't feel as pressured to be on it all the time or interact or, or post as often. I don't post nearly as much as I used to. Um, and I don't really care. Um, just cause it's like, I'll do it when I want to. And when I don't, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I also have tried to not, um, pay attention to it quite as much. Like I won't scroll through my feed for as long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the things that I think makes it hard is that you'll, it's, it's easy to feel bad about yourself for one. I mean, that's been proven before. Yeah. Um, you just like you read know. article after article about it and then you just mindlessly scroll. Yeah. You it's read the article bad. on Instagram. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like, oh, huh. Anyways, next. <laughs> but it's, but it's so true. Cause it's like, you'll look at all these people that seem like they're doing these really cool things, whether they're doing that all the time or not, you don't know, but it looks like it. Yeah. And then there's this false sense of other people's lives being so much better or more, more interesting, more exciting, more social, um, all of it compared to your own, um, which I mean, that's, so I've been trying to be intentional about recognizing that and, you know, seeing someone have a good time and it's like, cool, they did that, but that's not all the time. Yeah. It just seems like it is. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's an important distinction. Um, and I've been, I've been on Reddit more instead of like Instagram. Um, cause I think it's more interesting to me to read about people's, well, I, um, I like all the question Reddits, you know, where people are trying to figure out things about life. Mm-hmm. Um, cause then it, it's, a little bit more interesting to me to see the struggles and how people are dealing with things or interacting is easier. Um, and it's more likely to start conversation when you're responding yeah. to people on Reddit versus Instagram. Um, and I don't use Facebook anymore. So that, that one's dead to me. Uh, so that doesn't count. I deleted mine exactly <laughs> <dead>. <laughs> It's like, I don't, I don't need it. I don't know those people anymore. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so social media for me is pretty much like those two. Um, I'll go on Twitter sometimes, but that's not for uh, me to tweet things. I mostly use that for news. <laughs> so yeah. I follow a bunch of reporters. Um, so I just, if something in the news is happening, especially political, I'll just go on Twitter to see what people are saying. And yeah. then I can kind of get the latest that way. Um, and they're also doing things before their articles can come out. So it's just faster to get a little bit of news. Um, so yeah, I guess that's, that's my relationship with, with social media. It's, um, a few more tools now and just less, um, feeling like an accurate view of life. Yeah. I think it's kind of cultural. Maybe it's generational, where it's kind of starting to shift more for people mm-hmm. using it less. And I've always waffled, but then like we talked about it the last time, Yeah. but I've been so on and off for the last couple of years, but now the last couple of weeks, especially, I'm just like, do I really want this to be a part of my life in any capacity? Mm. 
and then there's, it's just like that constant mental battle. Like, well, what am I going to miss out on? Like, am I going to be forgotten? All those weird little inner things. It's yeah. like hard to be honest about them. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh God, it seems so dorky and gross to say this out loud, but am I going to be forgotten if I'm not posting on Instagram? And it's like not the people who really care about you aren't, aren't going to forget you. So it's just going to kind of weed out, you know, ephemeral yeah. friendships and relationships. But I'm like, I don't know if I like, I keep thinking of like 60 year old me, what would she do? And like, what would she have? And she's not going to have an Instagram or, or maybe, maybe. she'll be <laughs> <laughs> like a professional on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, but I think like, I don't like my highest self and the best version of me. It takes up enough mental energy to even be thinking about like, do I want to have an Instagram? Mm-hmm. I could have used that mental space to think about something that matters. Yeah. I don't know. I, but I, I like, I like to pick people's brains on it. Cause I think I get pretty projecty about it. Cause I'm like, it really, at the end of the day has an impact on me. Yeah. And it's like, that's something that I need to reconcile and come to terms with. But I really like to pick other people's brains. Like, what is this having as much of an effect on other people as it does on me? I think you've been, uh, um, it's been a bigger part of your mental health journey, mm-hmm. especially recently, like we talked about last time, you know, that it was, it's been important for you to take time away so that you could, you know, really focus on you. Um, but so, I mean, that's, that's valid and, you know, totally something to take into consideration. Like if it's something that hinders you from experiencing life in any way, that's, you know, something to think about. Um, but I, I also think about, uh, how, you know, people still support you, even if you don't know them that much, um, yeah. you know, through social media. So it's, I think it's kind of nice to have those uh, kind of acquaintances, um, you know, you might have a couple messages back and forth sometimes, or just reacting to their stories or whatever, but it's like, you know, that those people still want to see what you're doing and like, they're cheering for you, but in a quiet, like way from, from the distance, but still like when I see someone that I follow, I followed for a long time, do a cool thing. It's like, Oh, that's awesome for them. I, I feel good for them you know, send them like, Hey, nice work, whatever. Um, I like getting those messages. Uh, it feels encouraging. It's like yeah. someone sees me. That's nice. I know. But then I'm like, um, I'm just feeding the ego. Do I just need this validation? A little. Yes. <laughs> the yeah, answer like, is yes. I want it. Yeah. Bad? Like there is like, <laughs> it's good to have pleasure in your life. It's, it's good to have that, that connection, but yeah. Yeah, it's, I think I get so dogmatic and intense about things that I'm like, become a Luddite <laughs> versus like a healthy balance. What if but I, I lived in a cave? Literally. <laughs> I'll tell my therapist that and she's just like, <laughs> don't, please don't. <laughs> We've been working that. so hard. <laughs> she's like, have I done nothing for the last <laughs> two years? Yeah. Although that's a great way to to pivot this into friendships as a whole um so i think you know they're getting that encouragement and interaction from people on social media fills a void from not having that from people in real life that are around you yes so um 
So how do we make more friends? <laughs> okay, because here's the thing. That's one of my questions for you. Like, are you typically the friend in your friendship situations that you're pushing for harder conversations or like trying to take things deeper and develop more intimacy? Like, do you think you're like, that's your role? Um, I think that I am always open to it. Uh, I'll, I'll bring up topics if something's been on my mind with friends. Um, and maybe sometimes it'll lead to a longer conversation. Sometimes it won't. Um, I, I'll say kind of. Okay. Kind of is my answer for that. Um, yeah, I think, have, I think I much more want to create a space where those conversations can happen easily. Mm -hmm um and then when they do they do mm -hmm. um and if if i feel like i want that space to always be available so mm -hmm. if i'm friends with someone that it seems like we can't get into serious conversations then as a whole that's not a long-term sustainable friendship or uh you know someone that i would be close with often yeah. Then it would just be like, oh, you know, they're a cool person. You know, we just don't have that, that depth. We'll see them. You know, I'll see them sometimes, but it's like, if there's something personal going on, I wouldn't go to that person to, to share it and have advice. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I've mentioned my buddy Zach, uh, before on, on some episodes. Um, he's, you know, uh, we don't live close anymore. Uh, he lived, like four hours away he moved um years ago um but we connect every now and then you know text a little bit back and forth about stuff we have going on and um you know i went when i uh went through my last breakup i called him and we hadn't talked in quite a while <laughs> so it's you know it was kind of out of the blue for him but it's like man i need a friend and mm -hmm. i knew it's like we had spent a lot of time together when when he lived here and had yeah really good deep conversations and you know i value uh his opinion on on life um so that was one of those things where it's like i know that i can call him up and say hey i i just need i just need some words um even though yeah we we're not in contact all the time um uh, whereas yeah. other people who i've lost contact with um you know that would be weird that would be like hey we haven't talked in a while this is Can you please support me emotionally yeah it's like that's that's crazy you don't do that to like an acquaintance yeah. um so or someone that like if you're a party or like there's those those party friends it's like they're only good when you're at the party mm -hmm. once you're gone what's the what's the point of them like mm -hmm. you don't have anything in common beyond that one situation yeah. Um, I guess situational friend would be better. Um, I don't really party, so. Me. <laughs> I got so I get up until like 11 p.m. <laughs> and then like 10 the next night, and I'm like still recovering from the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> it's a party. Yeah. <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> Where more than you are hanging out. Yeah. Wow. Never. So you do you find that you don't really like it's not necessary to sustain once you kind of realize now that a friendship isn't going to be able like capable of having that depth 
you just don't feel obligated to sustain it anymore? Um, I think it's, uh, well, my friend circle is not huge, so I'm not, uh, I'm not shutting people out left and right. <laughs> it's not like I'm uh, an exclusive club. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's one of those club. things where it's like, I'm um, just recognizing, um, the value of someone's company and, mm-hmm. you know, deciding that it's like, yeah, that, you know, that, that friend is better if we're having a get together that, you know, I'm more likely to invite them to a bigger gathering because they're fun. You know, they're still fun people and I like seeing them. Um, but then there's other friends that I'm more likely to invite to just, just us hanging out, mm-hmm. you know, just getting a beer or just whatever. That's more uh, one-on-one or, you know, small group sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I think that's more how I view it, that, um, that there's people that I still, I still want them around and they're nice to have around, but, um, it just makes more sense in a bigger setting for me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's some people that's like, I'm not sure what we would talk about one-on-one, mm-hmm. but you're great when, we're playing a party game or, you know, cards against humanity or, you know, something like that in that sort of setting. It's like, it's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's definitely value in that. It's like, just, there's some people that it's just a good time and that's all you need from that relationship. Um, yeah. No one really comes to mind for that at the moment, but I've definitely had those friendships before that it's like, you know, I'm, well just what I said I'm not gonna say it again yeah I think I'm just playing (laughs) terms with that I think like the older you get and wiser and boundaries you can just look back on certain friendships you think when you're young you just think you have to have so many friends Mm -hmm. like it really is like a quantity over quality mindset at least for me it was you're just like I want everybody to love me I want to love everybody I can fix everybody like somebody's gonna save me like it's just this like grab yeah and now the older I get, I'm like, I'm totally chill having like a couple really solid friends. And even that nowadays, you're like really lucky if you can count on one hand, the amount of people that like deeply know you. Yeah. You um, know, it's taken yeah. a really massive mental shift for me to accept that. And I like, I'm curious about how other people navigate it too. Cause I think, especially with social media, you see like groups of people like reposting each other's stuff and they're all going out and they're all at the same place. You're like, do these people like each other? And do they live together? Like, how are they, how are are they, they planning this? Place? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That's, that's something I think about a lot. Um, I mean, and I also, I do desire that, but that takes a lot of energy too. And uh, you have to also be able to go and meet people to do that. And that's hard. <laughs> um, but one thing that that what you were just saying made me think is uh, expectations of the idea of friendships versus reality, um, especially compared to uh, TV shows. Oh, I'm thinking, yeah. you know, as as it's so easy to binge shows, um, you can just power through these pretend friendships yes pretentious, uh, one might say yeah like I'm, I'm embarrassed that I've actually had this happen that I've been talking to someone at work and they say something that's going on and I'll think oh yeah a friend of mine had something similar 
Like, oh no, that's from the show I've been watching. And I mean, I don't tell them that part, but I've actually said, yeah, I know someone that that happened to. And then yeah. it dawns on me. It's like, no, I don't. Yeah. That was a lie. But, um, you know, looking at friendships in shows and having this expectation that that's possible mm-hmm. um, is like friends, the show friends. Like I need they're... to watch it. I've never fully, I started it like years back and never finished it. That's okay. I feel like very uh, culturally unaware, like some swine out here that's never watched. That's <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, but you at least know that they were like always together. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not how people live. Like that's not practical. Um, and they didn't live together. They lived there across the, um, they shared an apartment building. So, you know, that makes it easier, but yeah. um you know, other shows where that's not the case, you know, you have characters that just show up all the time. It's like, how don't you have anything else? And they still have other people that they know. Yeah. Like Seinfeld. Did you, do you watch Seinfeld? I didn't know. Okay. Missing the mark on all these. I know um, a lot of things. I'm really unaware of a lot of things that I didn't really realize until I got older. Like, where have <laughs> yeah. I been my whole entire life? Yeah. Just doing your own thing. Literally just like knitting. <laughs> yeah. But with Seinfeld, um, they're, you know, it's the the main cast and they're like always together doing their things, but they're also always going on dates. Like that's kind of a a big part of it that it's about their dating lives also. It's like, where are they meeting all of these different people? How are they getting all these dates? Like that's not realistic either. And that was before Tinder. So they're actually out there just meeting people. But do you think like in that era, it actually was real life because other people were your only source of entertainment? Yeah. Yeah, like you can go you to the... feel something and connect and talk something out or like, you literally had to reach out to somebody or go somewhere. And now it's like, oh God, it would just be so much work to actually have to like talk to someone. I'm just going to like dissociate and scroll Instagram and then like watch Netflix. Yeah. Like I think generationally that was real life for a while because it's the only way to entertain yourself was with other people's presence. Yeah, I, I think about that with my childhood because I think mm-hmm. with, with, with our age, um, there was a time before all the technology really took hold. You know, I, I, my first phone was not an iPhone same you know, so at a little uh just the free when they used to give free phones that would come with plans little flip phone you know just one of those that was that was it for me and i re- you know when i remember when my family got cell phones we started yeah. with two so there was yeah. one that you would have when you went out if someone was gone it was like wasn't even someone's phone it was just the phone mm-hmm. um so, you know, I, I, yeah it's like oh my brother's going out here take the phone so we can get a hold of you um and I, re- I remember when he would call if he was out uh meeting up with friends or something and if he was going into Portland and got lost that he needed directions so you'd have to pull up MapQuest and figure out where he was and figure out you know direct him um and it's like that's which is seems insane to even say now but yeah. i re, you know remembering 
the time right before it all hit, it's like, what was I, what would I do? Like in the summers, like I would just go outside. Like I, there was nothing, I would, if there's nothing on TV, mm-hmm. just be outside and do, I don't know, whatever, like yeah. nothing. Because eventually once you got bored of what you were watching on TV, there was no endless content. Yeah. So you couldn't just be like, oh, loved this show written by this guy. And then yeah. another <laughs> 47 hours straight. Like you had to go, you had to take yourself out of the situation. So I think especially relationally, it's like, that's where you got your entertainment and your dopamine was other people's existence. Yeah. Yeah. And like now going to a coffee shop that you could sit there by yourself, but be on your phone and not really pay attention to anything else. Mm -hmm. And you also don't, well, me personally, I don't want to interrupt someone who's just sitting there on their phone. Yeah. Right. Are you reading anything interesting? <laughs> Seeing if you following anybody new on Instagram? It's like, mm-hmm. that's, that's weird. But how do you, how do you naturally connect with people now? Like yeah. it feels, it just feels uncomfortable. It does. That's, and I pay a lot of attention to, because everywhere you go now, people are on a screen. Mm-hmm. So it really is hard to like try to break into somebody's life or even create that genuine connection because even if you're trying to be intentional about it yourself eventually you're like the one freak at the circus who isn't on the phone and you're like well might as well just numb myself because what am I gonna do like look around yeah like I was at the tattoo shop recently waiting to get tattooed and I was like just trying to sit there and wait while my guy like drew up the thing and I'm just like sitting there and like I probably look like an absolute animal right now just yeah, you ever exist and I'm like looking at the colorful rug like yeah looking around like just trying to sit with myself I'm like I just felt so awkward and twitchy yeah <laughs> I probably look so weird right now but this is what we used to do yeah I've I've gone to bars before uh while I'm like waiting for, for something elsewhere so it's like just killing time yeah. and then like my phone will die it's like oh okay now I just sit here and do nothing like it just feels you feel creepy because <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like everyone else is either on their phone there or with people mm-hmm. or the few people that aren't doing anything they're just like staring off it's like they've had a long day that's mm-hmm. that's what they're doing Not my new best they don't friend. want to talk to you <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i can go break into that guy's <laughs> yeah. hey you look sad what's up yeah <laughs> do you feel like most of your friends, are they friends that you like developed in adulthood for the most part or yeah? Yes. Um, yeah, I, I think I have a hard time. Well, I know for a fact, I have a hard time keeping in touch with people. Um, so I was not, even in high school, I wasn't great at and getting out and meeting new friends and then, you know, following up and maintaining those friendships. Like when a sport ended, it's like, well, sport friends are done on to the next group, like, um, which is very accurate. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Uh, so now it's, um, you know, I don't have any friends that uh, I knew in high school, which doesn't bother me, but it's crazy okay. when I meet someone that does, it's like, man, how did you, how'd you do that? Like, that's such a long time to keep doing that. Um, 
yeah, I, I just like my buddy Zach, who I just mentioned, like, I wish I uh, had been better maintaining that friendship. Um, and I've actually gotten better in the last few years, I think, uh, being more intentional with with those sort of relationships. Um, because people move and that, you know, that's a normal thing to happen, but that doesn't mean that you don't have to see them or interact with them again. Um, but that just is the easier option to me that it's, yeah. and I just don't, I don't think about it. And then by the time I do think about it, months or longer have passed. And it's like, now that's harder to rekindle that friendship because it wasn't right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause I get so just in the, the groove of what I'm doing, going yeah. to work, doing projects at home, whatever little things I have going on. And then eventually it's been, you know, a lot of time has passed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that makes it hard for me specifically to have, uh, continued friendships with people. It's like, if, if, if it's not easy to have them around often, I'll, I'll miss it. I'll, I'll forget that's um, so interesting. Most of my friendships are from childhood, actually. How'd you my do that? <laughs> How do I do it? Well, that's the thing. So like listening to you talk about it, like my childhood best friend and I have known each other since we were three years old hmm. and we're turning 30 this year. And then most of my other friendships are from like my young childhood years or like 12 on. Hmm. Interesting. But it has taken a lot of travel. Yeah. A lot of time spent texting and on the phone. And constantly being thinking about it while I'm doing other things. Yeah. Because with technology in the modern world, I've been able to sustain those friendships and people have been able to sustain friendships with me. But then it's like kind of created an element of loneliness in my current life. Mm-hmm. You're still trying to keep your arms around everybody that's far away. Yeah. It's really beautiful. And I think that's that's a perk of technology. But then if you're constantly like, I can never just get lost in the flow of what I'm doing because I'm constantly thinking, okay, there's like six people that I could spend the next little bit of time calling. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. Because I just work today and I'm tired and I don't have anything to give emotionally. And I have emotional needs and I don't want to ask that of somebody that's like six states away. Right. So I, it's, I think it's really beautiful because it is really rare because so many people don't have that. But then I also think like oh what would it have been like if it was like the 50s mm-hmm. when you moved away or your good friend went off to college it just kind of eventually fizzled out yeah or you, you wrote have- letters yeah I and mean, you'd have yeah so my best friend and I just talked about it recently and we're like trying to be better but we have opposite work schedules oh and like yeah. my other friend and I were she bought me a journal so we could write to each other in it and send it back and forth Nice. Yeah. Like I think there's little ways to kind of like do it, but it also then too, you're like, okay, well then I should stay on social media because then I can still see what they're up to. And then, yeah. still, but I'm lonely in my real life. Like it's a freaking Thursday and I want to go grab a beer with somebody who's here. Mm-hmm. Or I want to get coffee with somebody who's here. So it's, it's like so beautiful, but it's a balance to then yeah. still have enough energy to create friendships. Yeah. And it's, I think it's hard too to, when you're at that, that point that you want that friendship now, Mm -hmm. that it's hard to be motivated to go out and meet new people 
because you also don't want to burden them emotionally like immediately. Mm -hmm. Like if you showed up at a bar and found someone who's just chilling on their own, you could probably strike up a conversation. That's not the weirdest thing. But then to be like, can we talk about my day? It's like, well, that's that part's a bit much. You want to hear about the last two years of my life? Yeah. I'm just going to dump on you. I've always been like the dumping ground for other people. I don't know Mm. what it is about my energy, but people throughout my whole life have just like come up to me and just like vomited their soul onto me. Yeah. And people around me be like, why does that happen to you? You're a good listener. Well, yeah, but (laughs) now too, I'm in this place where I'm like trying to protect my own energy for the first time in my life. And so then you're like, there's an element of loneliness in that. Cause it's like, if I can sense somebody's like energetically coming to latch on, mm. I have to kind of put up a boundary and a wall to be like, you do not, you don't have to rescue this person. Yeah. And then you lose that part. That's like, but people need me. Yeah. Cause you still want to. Yeah. And it's it, like, you it's... still want to be there. And like that energy is healing. That's what helps other people feel connected and safe. Yeah. But then it's like finding it back and like trying not to be an emotional dumper and navigating all of that. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. It's like, I really struggle with that. Yeah. I've had friends, um, or I guess more, more acquaintances, um, that, that were like that. And I had to recognize that, you know, when I tried to share my struggles, that that was not heard, um, that it just kind of somehow looped back around to their struggles. Now we're doing that again. it's like, Oh, okay. It's back to your turn. I thought it's fine. Um, it's, so then it's like, okay, so this is kind of a one-way thing. Got it. I won't expect different now. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a little bit more of a job. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I could learn to think objectively about it and not be bothered when uh, they were just pouring out their struggles because it was like, well, this is this is how this dynamic works. This is what you think this yeah. is for. So okay, sure. Yeah. Do your thing. I'll listen. You won't take my advice. We'll move on. We'll do this again tomorrow. <laughs> I'll tell you the same thing 18 times. You still yeah. Advice. <laughs> yeah. I'll feel absolutely crazy. Is then, uh, I think, um, well, having worked customer service for so long, mm-hmm. it's just like, all right, I'll just go into customer service mode. Mm-hmm. Like this is just, this is just work now. That's mm-hmm. all. Um, which, I mean, that's obviously not a sustainable friendship, yeah. Um, and I don't talk to those people anymore. So it's yeah, like, like it's not really do, a friend, but yeah, they do just fizzle out in time. Yeah. And there's like a sadness to it, but it is kind of like a little bit of a relief. Yeah. Li- yeah. It's like less is more is just, it's like such a true ism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, I think it's hard to, to balance um, that, that pressure with, how uh how much you can take on from other people especially if that's what you've done and then eventually it's like i need help too but now you've set this standard that you don't yeah so it's hard to to break free from that and just let people know i mean uh i um i think i i had that with my last breakup because that was a, a big deal um and I just reached out to everyone that I knew, basically, you know, all my, all my good friends. And it was just, 
very honest and like having a hard time. Here's, here's the struggles I'm dealing with mm-hmm. and just opened it up. Um, and that made it a little bit easier, I think, of just like doing it mm-hmm. um, instead of trying to ease into it. It's just like, no, it's my turn now. I, I need this. Yes. And just being so yeah. direct. Um, that clear com- communication from the jump of like, yeah, what I need from you. And then I think it gives people an opportunity to say like, I don't, I can't, I can't be there for you energetically or you realize who can open the door to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it's like, if you can have that deep conversation and they can go back and forth with you about it, great. But if it seems very short, it's like, okay, they can't. This isn't what I need right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's that's hard. Yeah. It's hard to get away from, from that being um, a certain type of friend. Mm-hmm. Saying, it's also hard to tell your friends like I want to be I want to be this friend now I want to be I want to be the one that does stupid stuff it's mm-hmm. like that you don't do that like that's not naturally how people work yeah um I wish they did yeah it's like I'm just gonna change who who I am treat me different now I'm this guy if you had like multiple versions of you that you could take out of a box yeah like wear your different costume perversion to be like, oh, here comes Sonorana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a rational on him. <laughs> yeah, and then people would know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> they could always adjust themselves. Yeah. Get rid of their humanness to make room for mine. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's wearing blue today. She's sad. Okay. Not really? Oh, imagine. <laughs> Just have it color coordinated. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. So uh, you were talking about um, how it's hard to create new friendships when you're focusing on the ones that are are further away. Uh, have you been trying anything to meet new people locally? Like, what's what's that experience been like? Like, wah, wah. <laughs> and based, I mean, we're on video right now, so based on your expression right there. <laughs> no I love it. I, I'm so expressive I'm really starting to wrinkle and I think because I have a tiny forehead and mm. I'm expressive I'm like how do I just like let go of my emotions <laughs> become one with my face um that's a hard question because I'm living in my hometown currently mm. um and I don't like it here yeah and just like a lot of like ties to the past um that it's like I also am not going to live here long-term. So I'm kind of, I've kind of been in that like isolation mode. Where I'm like, yeah. What's I'm the point? Gonna, yeah. Why would I make new friends here? when I know I'm going to leave because then there's attachment and loss and grief and all that stuff that I'm like, don't have the space for right now. Um, but I think I've kind of taken that energy that I would have poured into that kind of like accumulate all the friends mm-hmm. and I'm trying to put it into strengthening my existing friendships Hmm. so luckily I have a really good friend Jeremy he's done a couple episodes with me um he lives in Milwaukee which is like an hour and a half here okay and so we spend like a lot of intentional time together in friendship we're not typically on our phones we do Hmm. things that are like really soul enriching and spend time outside and learning things and cooking things so like kind of the energy I would have put into the acquiring of 
new friends. In this season, I've tried to channel into existing friendships to like, that what is it that you're looking for? And it's probably either within or right around you. And Mm -hmm. it just makes that like uncomfortable communication or like asking to have your needs met, asking people to hold space for you, trying to be intentional and like ask people and listen. So I haven't really been, I know there's like Bumble BFF Mm -hmm. and there's like ways to do it, but it's hard to right now because I'm not drinking. I'm doing a whole year of sobriety. Oh, okay. How how long has that been going on? Uh, five months and a couple of days now. Nice. So yeah, it's wild, but that's like interesting too, because I like haven't been like a heavy drinker or partier in a long time, but Mm -hmm. it's still like a social setting. Yeah. It's, it's easy. It's it's easier, especially nowadays if you don't have kids or you don't have like a common ground, like, yeah. Where do you meet people? It is like, it feels so good. I'm like, where do you, where does one make a friend? <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like, do I join a club? I guess yes. that's what, yeah. I mean, yes, but yes, I was <laughs> that sounds scary. I was like, I should join like a grief support group to make other sad friends. <laughs> where am I going to find my people? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I think. I want to redefine what are your people if, uh, if the first thought is grief and sad people yeah, a lot of I'm a, I'm a sad boy kick um, <laughs> I don't know I think when I lived, moved to Phoenix I was so gung-ho I really wanted to be there like I wanted to like put down roots and find more mm-hmm. people. And so I was so much more likely to make friends yeah because you're putting yourself out there and you're trying to be and now I'm like oh god what's like what is on Netflix what book can I read about psychology alone by myself in my bed yeah like I, and I'm trying to have like a really healthy routine. So I go to bed really early. I get up mm. really early. I write, I meditate. Like I do all these things that don't involve <laughs> friendshiping people. Yeah. yeah. Those are all so, very solo activities. Yeah. So now I think moving forward, it's just like, if I'm going to develop community and all those things that I want and crave, like now I need to transition the season of solitude into like a season of something like, yeah I think it's it's really <laughs> gonna turn into something yeah it's just I think it's difficult to find that I, I just find that people are so like self-absorbed and just deep in their own shit like this is mm-hmm. a hard couple of years this brought up a lot of stuff for a lot of people and everybody yeah. needs something right now and everybody's like I can't give it yeah so how do you develop that you know yeah. Well, what, uh, um, what do you want in your community? <laughs> Reciprocity, my guy. <laughs> like you said, it's, you, I want those people that they can go through something hard and then I can go through something hard back. Yeah. And you can still, I think I have, like called myself a wet blanket because I'm typically the one that wants to go there. Mm. I want it to be heavy, deep, real. I want there to be tears. I want us to be like healing and growing. It can also just be fun. Yeah. You can also just do pleasant things with people. But I think I just really crave that depth that it's like, I want people that can have hard conversations and not be scared of it. Mm. You know? How often do you think you have an opportunity to have those um, currently? Well, currently... Luckily, like do you do you feel like that need is being met now? 
I think for a season it wasn't like at all Mm. and that created a lot of loneliness but I think too with like the journey of therapy and boundaries and healthy relationships and kind of unpacking codependence and meshment like all of those hard things that also surround hard conversations Mm -hmm. I didn't have that for a while because I'm like trying to be careful about who deserves that Mm. like who's earned that place in my heart and my life my story but I now like Jeremy and I have developed like a really strong and safe friendship and I feel like we've put in the work to have Mm. those conversations and so now I really do like I'm starting to feel safer to like ask hey, I really want to like talk about this thing and process it. And then it's like, I he'll put in the work to say like, oh, you mentioned that thing. And then I forgot to bring it up again. Do you want to talk about it? And it's okay if you don't, but I just wanted to put it out there that I had forgot. And then we can talk about it or I can say, I don't really feel safe to, and then we don't have to. Yeah. So it's like, now I definitely am starting to feel like I'm worthy of having that need met. Hmm. And then it's, but it's taken, I think, like the development of like a really safe container for it. Yeah. So I think not in all relationships and it's like, that's Shangri-La, what would there ever be to work for if all of your relationships like really met the need, you know? Yeah. But I think I'm starting to get there and starting to just be more intentional about the relationships that I want to build that in even, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And something I think about a lot with, uh, in terms of, you know, community building, um, you know, that I, I do want people around often. I really like having just people around, you know, that's, that's nice to me. Um, you know, so having roommates is good. Um, just cause something's, something's happening you know, yeah. um, you can hear someone in the kitchen and it's like, if you want to go in and say, what you up to today or whatever, that that's an option or you don't have to. And that's, that's nice too. Um, so really living on a commune would be ideal. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're legit trying to start like an A-frame call. We all like, <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> but without, without the murder, without the murder, can't do the murder. No, no Rolls Royces. Yeah. Yeah, just, would, just pure friendship and reciprocity and sometimes interaction, sometimes not. And yeah, yeah. selfishly, I would like to lead, but you know, I'm, you I can be. be. <laughs> I don't want to be. <laughs> it's all you. But, but really, that's, uh, that, would, that would be ideal. Um, <laughs> that's why people do it. <laughs> like, yeah. This is why and, people get sucked into this. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, community. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what I crave. That that really is why people get sucked into it. <laughs> yes, Jeremy and I want to feel love. That's yes, literally. Yeah. You watched that documentary, and I was like, most likely to get sucked into this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, even though you know how it ends, you're watching. It's like this is they're onto something here. <laughs> it's like, it is. You know I... they're criminals and they die, right? It's like yeah, yeah. but but look at how beautiful it yeah. is. Yeah, but for yeah. a minute there, it was it was nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, we want to have a tiny house on, we want to uh, add a tiny house to our house. Um, and part of that's like, man, it would be so nice to just have a place where we could have one of our friends live. And then they're always here. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, where it's, cause it's so much easier for me to maintain friendships when we're just around, Excellent. when you're around often. And it's, um, 
it's easier to catch someone um like at, at my last house we had more roommates that were just around all the time um so like when i would get home from work we'd hang out and have a couple beers and you know I'd, some days i'm getting home at 11 30 or midnight mm-hmm. um and that's not really a time that you invite somebody over to hang out um yeah sends a different message uh you know sliding into the dm right yeah (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) yeah exactly um and i i had that when i was working 40 hours a week closing it at safeway uh 10 years ago um and i was trying to hang out with people after work and obviously getting met with, with that reaction, but it's like, yeah, but I just got off work. Like, this is, <laughs> this is my time. I, you know, stay up late now and yeah. get up at 1130 or later. And then I have to go to work in a couple hours. So it's like, this feels like the time, um, I have grown and, you know, that's time has passed. And it's like, obviously that's not when you invite people over, but mm-hmm. when they're already here, that's yeah. great. And, you know, I love that. And that, mm-hmm. you know, some days I just want to chill and do my own thing. And so that's, that's fine too. And I can come home and just go to bed or whatever. But um, some days it's nice to have just a beer or two with someone sitting out on the front porch. Yeah. Um, yes, things like getting home. Possible friendship activity. Yeah. My last house had, had a porch that that was the spot. Um, mm-hmm. You know, our neighbor across the street would come over and just hang out if we were out there. It's like that, that was ideal. Yeah. Um, so part of my plan to build community where I'm at now and the, the new house that we're in is to set up a little fire pit out in the front yard mm-hmm. and have that be a, a space that we just hang out. So then now that it's getting into summertime, that when people walk by can say, hey, or, you know, our neighbors can see us and hopefully just being available, you know, mm-hmm. that's step one. Uh, and then developing those relationships that way because when we were hanging out on the porch we would say hey to all the people that were walking their dogs every day and eventually they'll stop and talk for a minute because then you're kind of friends at that point um it's kind of like when you're unintentionally friends with regulars at your work Mm -hmm. it's like well i see you every day might as well ask what's going on today or like yeah you, you seem all down what's up like it's just natural at least natural for me to want to do that and mm-hmm. you know uh it seems like a, a normal progression to build those relationships when you just see someone often yeah that, you know my, my bar is so low that it's like i just have to see you a few times a week consistently you have a dog do you grocery shop <laughs> yeah exactly fire pit. yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. You can totally run the call. I give you permission. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the community. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it a, a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's like, house. and that's, that's the dream to me. Cause then it's, I also don't feel comfortable going out to bars to meet people that way. Um, Cause I've done that before. And the people that you meet at the bars often are at the bar all the time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah. where they are, you know? Uh, so uh, yeah. sometimes that leads to cool relationships. I've 
you know, some of my best friends I have met that way. Um, but also there are people that I met at the same time. It's like, oh, they're, they're just alcoholics. Mm-hmm. And that's, I'm not an alcoholic. You know, I'm, you know, I can have a couple beers and then we're going home and then that's, that's it. I'm not drinking. I'm not doing shots mm-hmm. every day, you know, or even hardly ever, but definitely not every day. <laughs> if I did that now, I would probably just be like immediately in the grave. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the, the place that I want, I want to go to the bar with friends mm-hmm. um, and hang out there, but meeting people there is kind of feels different. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's other people that are just on their own or in their own small group there. Um, well, especially at the frequency that you have to go there to be friends with people that are also there all the time. Yeah. Cause then suddenly to... you are an alcoholic and you're like, yeah, I'm just like, trying to meet a friend. Yeah. I'm just here for happy hour. Cause mm-hmm. you're always here. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was something I realized it was like, man, every time we drive by they're they're hanging out there. That's cool. And then later it's like, Oh, they're always hanging out there. Maybe that's not the person I want in my circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then too, it's like, but I want people to come hang out at my place at the, you know, the space that I've created to host, um, and people that you're meeting out in those places. It's like, well, they're, they're in their place. That's the place that they've created for them. Yeah. So it's, hard to um like pull people away from their thing to want to join your thing mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's like breaking into a new friend group um it's like how do you just pull individual people together into your own thing you to form your super team for the super team yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah friend recruitment Oh, this is getting all dicey. <laughs> it is true, though. I think, too, the older you get, the more established people are in their routine and their ways and their, like, safe friend group. Yeah. So it does get older to find that. But, like, there has to be an island for all of us misfit toys. Yeah. Where we can gather. Yeah. But, I mean, part, I think part of that, too, uh, college was the last yeah. time that most people were really around a lot of people their their own age with similar interests and then it was easy to slowly develop those those friendships and um now when we're i mean where are you most work Mm -hmm. for most people Mm -hmm. um or home but you can't meet anybody at home um Mm -hmm. (laughs) talking with a friend of mine at work the other day it's like i don't really want to go out and meet new people that way I just want to hang out with people at my house like that's mm-hmm. where I have fun I want my my home to be a safe space for people to just show up to or that it feels like that's the spot to be mm-hmm. um but people aren't just gonna walk in like that's I'll just walk in <laughs> no I mean like policy. off you the street <laughs> like I'm not gonna meet new people yeah because <laughs> it's like hey who are you how'd you get in here <laughs> just somebody walking by and hang out yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and you definitely can't do that <laughs> oh no, especially not nowadays it's like back in the day you could have yeah before everyone was like i've watched all the serial killer documentaries yeah 
because it, because um, it's so hard to make friends all you do is stay home and watch documentaries about serial killers yeah it's like how they meet all those people uh-huh. <laughs> literally think about ted bundy <laughs> yeah it's like he had friends like yes. no 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 yeah <laughs> not for long <laughs> yeah it's difficult i think too it's like we would hang out i would totally hang out with you and hannah yeah you, so and you're welcome to yeah. yeah so it's like that's the thing too i'm like you can that's the beauty of technology yeah you, you can do it to an extent we can zoom you can skype you can facetime but it's just like not the same yeah there's something about the lack of like you can't just be tangibly together yeah that makes it it's fun it's beautiful but it's still just like i want i want to just walk up to your porch and have this conversation and we'll be crack a beer. yeah yeah it's hard. I wish we could convince everybody that we care about to move to the same place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a few <laughs> houses for sale on my street. Is there really? Yeah. <laughs> there's not enough sun in Portland. It's getting better. The world's heating up. Yeah. <laughs> getting warmer. So, yeah. Our, our yeah, summers have been hotter. So. Ours have not. They last about one minute. Yeah, we've we've had more uh, forest fires around the northwest, so um, hotter. Our, yeah, we're getting colder. Our our winters, there's more. It's more likely that we will definitely have snow. Yeah. Um, so every winter has snow now here, but it's like, if it's a mild winter, it's like there's just a week, a week where there was a little bit of snow. Yeah, you know, I mean, this year there was only a, a couple times where we saw snow and then it was gone. Like it, weirdly, it snowed like two weeks ago. Weird. Inches, like it snowed a lot, and then the next Weird. day it was gone. Like mm. it was totally fine. It was sunshine. It was warm. Um, there was still a couple patches, but that disappeared quickly, and that was kind of random. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely shifting. But the summers are heating up. So, not here. Possibility. <laughs> just those long gray skies. Every day you wake up here, it's just gray again. I, I like write every morning, and so I was like, "Yeah, gray day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another beautiful gray day." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hannah has a hard time with that too. So I, I get the that feeling. That's. I I think for me, uh, I don't mind it so much. Um, but I understand that people do, that it, yeah. that it is hard. Um, but yesterday, like there was a lot of sunshine. So we went out to the park and, um, you know, we're just, it's, like, it's nice out. We should be out in it. Um, yeah. and made, made that intentional. Did you make any friends at the park? No, but we thought about it. Yeah. Like we should, we should come to the park more. That's how we're going to meet people. And actually we were talking about it because I mean, especially being new in this neighborhood, um, yeah. this, this part of the city that, um, it's like, man, we had all these almost friends at our last house. Yeah. Um, that it wasn't quite close enough to really hang out together, but you saw them off enough and you could say, Hey, how's it going? Um, it's like, man, now, since we don't have the, the popular porch spot, mm-hmm. uh, we don't have a porch at our house, uh, yet, although I would like to have build it something yep if you build it they will come um, exactly yes <laughs> which is which yeah actually yes that's the plan 
Um, now we were thinking about it, it's like, man, we we need to be the people that are always walking around now mm-hmm. so that we can see the people that are always out in their yards. And we passed a bunch of people that are gardening that we've seen gardening a few times. It's like, okay, those people hang out outside. These people yeah. hang out outside. We will trick them into friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, or like the park that's near us has a Frisbee golf course that's very popular. Cool. Like, well, I guess we could pick up this hobby and yeah. get into that. Hobbies um, too. It is like, I feel like hobbies are a good way. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I think what makes it hard for me is that, um, you know, like we were talking about with college, it's like there was at a time a natural way to meet people where I didn't have to change my activities yeah, or, or adjust my life to work that in as part of an activity, you know? So it's like when you go to class and you have eight classes a week, um, you're seeing all of these different people all the time that you have something by default in common with a few things, you know, Mm -hmm. roughly in the same age group, um, you're interested in the same topic or at least need to know about the same topic. Yeah. So at a minimum, you can have a study group. It's like, that's, or, you know, when you have group projects, it's like you're, you're going to be spending time together. Yeah. Um, but now it's like, if you have an interest, you also have to account for, okay, how can I now meet people that also have that interest? Because there's very, um, and there, there are a lot of group activities, but I think it's so easy to do most things alone, you know, like, frisbee golf you don't have to have a club or a team to do it or bowling or running yeah whatever songwriting you can do all these things things. by yourself Mm -hmm. or you can read you can join a community online of people that are doing it or at least watch what other people are doing Mm -hmm. and then you don't there's no uh actual requirement to Mm -hmm. join a group in person um so why would people <laughs> i mean obviously we should meet start people, a movement. But... i feel like <laughs> the online community thing too i hear that talked about and like find just find an online community and i'm like beautiful it is a cool way to find like like-minded people yeah but it's still then it's just like sustaining online interactions and it's like it's just never gonna be the same i yeah I stand that it's like a safe place especially if you have social anxiety or you, you know it's, there's so many different reasons that the online community thing is like safe and good for people mm-hmm. but I think it's like it's just not the same yeah it's like there's... never be the same as like experiencing the human experience with other humans in person. yeah we'll, yeah we'll start a movement let's let we're gonna recruit some people <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right yes yes the cult everyone just to but be it brief, does, it, 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 it's like, going it always, to be a cult uh-huh. <laughs> it's inevitable i actually joked about that with a few of my friends it's i, I think we could do it i think it's there's a desire for it <laughs> i think it's the thing that most people are craving nowadays on, you know, yeah like, it's what people are looking for well you know, i just to admit it yeah i think about that with um a lot of well, like catfish. Do you ever watch catfish? I haven't, but I like, I've heard of it. Okay. So, uh, um, so crazy. 
being, you know, when, when someone's catfished, someone is lying to them online and pretending to be someone else. Um, but the victim in those situations, I think it's, it's a great show because it's a fun mystery that they solve. But the victim, uh, it's so sad because usually they're just looking for love. Mm-hmm. You know, they found someone to start talking to that would listen and cared about them. And that was their big desire. It's like they weren't trying to, it's not like they were on The Bachelor trying to get famous on TV and find love, maybe. Um, It's like, no, they just had a person to talk to. And most of the time it's like, this person was here for a really hard time in my life and they got me through it. And I just want to know who they are. It's like, man, that's so heavy, but it's like- I think that's a, a symptom of, yeah, uh, technology today and how it's it shifted so quickly between how people interact um, that it it created this void of naturally having that community, mm-hmm. um, especially with like virtual reality things yeah. coming into now. It's like you can experience even more on your own and through a a digital lens um that it just has this big opening that's like i just want to see a friend give him a hug you know it's like the power of like physical touch yeah what nothing is ever going to be able to match that and people are being sold this lie that it will like is nobody else out here like not having a good time right now yeah I'm thoroughly not enjoying the advances in technology <laughs> like can we just have landlines again like leave me a voicemail and i'll hit you yeah back. yeah seriously that's i mean i've had to uh i think about that a lot too um like seeing interactions with people um with their work you know seeing mm-hmm. screenshots of text conversations with their bosses where they're like oh we need you to come in today mm-hmm. and then they have this conversation and i just think just don't respond. What if you weren't available? What if you just mm-hmm. didn't have your phone on you that just, day? Yes. What if you just, they just couldn't get a, couldn't get in touch with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being able to just disconnect from that. I've, I've been forgetting my phone in the car a lot more. Amazing. That's so <laughs> um, like when we went to the food trucks the other day, it's like, it's going to pay. And it's like, Oh, I, my phone's in the car. Shoot. Um, but then, you know, it's, it wasn't a big deal. And so we just had lunch. And I just didn't have my phone for that little while. Um, I, I think having that a little bit more is good. Or um, actually how you text. Um, I've At first it was kind of annoying. Um, only because we were like, it's like, oh, I have this cool idea. I want immediate, I want an immediate response. You know, just because that's how it's nice to, to do things now. Yeah. Um, instant uh, communication. Um, but I mean, that nothing wrong with how you're doing things. Um, that was just a, a me thing. And then it's like, you know, this is actually pretty cool. Cause you have, uh, your notification silent. Um, I'm notified of that, uh, which is kind of cool too. That, so it's like, I know you're not ignoring me because yeah. this is an intentional choice you've made and we've talked about it before. So I know for that reason as well. Um, it's like, okay, you know, I, I know that if I text you and you don't respond, 
uh, at some point you will, or you'll at least see the message and then, you know, go from there. Whereas other friends that I don't hear back from, it's like that there is a feeling of being ignored. Um, but I've been that person too, where it's like, you see it, you're busy, you forget, and then you don't, you don't see it again because yeah. you've already read the text and it's not new. And then you're on to other things and then you did ignore them. Um, so and it's like three days later and you're like, oh, sorry, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot yes. to respond to you. Yeah, you're sitting there um, waiting for a response and then you, you're like, why did they never text me back? And then you check your message and you just never press send. Yeah, it's like, oh no, I didn't text them back. Yeah, I think for the most part now too, people in my life know that that's how I mm-hmm. like, have trained myself to be. Because I think yeah. it really does trigger your abandonment wound. It's like, Technology preys on a lot of our wounding, you know, it's like intentionally psychologists are behind that. That's why we're addicted to it. Yeah. But I think too, now the more people in my life that know that about me, they're just like, oh, that's just like, she will get back to me. Mm -hmm. He or my dog. Yeah. (laughs) She's back there getting pissed. (laughs) She's like, text me back, mom. (laughs) Oh man, if dogs had phones. Yeah. But like with, um, with my partner, I even have that. And I, it's not a problem for us at all. And it's just something that I have about me, but sometimes like, um, usually if I'm at work, that's <laughs> just like burrowing. That's, that's when I'll experience this feeling and we've talked about it and it's never been a problem, but I'll send a text and I'll think, why hasn't she responded yet? Mm-hmm. Like, what is, what is she doing? That's like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It's been four minutes like yes cool it (laughs) it's it's like it's crazy how much that has shifted for literally everybody yeah you know I'm like this is a yucky feeling to not be responded to and have that like panic it's like a visceral internal like you know like it's a text message yeah it's it's wild and it's like people get people are doing stuff busy living lives yeah it's like yeah. if, I, if I'm doing dishes, maybe I'll be doing, I'll cook and do dishes. And that's like an hour or something. It's mm-hmm. like, I haven't, I don't look at my phone for that whole period of time because I'm mm-hmm. busy. <laughs> you know? yes. And my phone doesn't ring. It's on vibrate all the time. So if it's yeah. sitting far away, then I don't see it. Yeah. And I whatever. don't even have like volume or I did just now for some reason. What was that? Probably because I was waiting to hear from you. Mm. But I typically don't like to have even vibrate on. Yeah. You're just constantly like waiting. Like what that does to my central nervous system. No, thank you. Yeah. I'm trying to heal this. Yeah. Not like stimulate it. And I I feel that at work too, because there's a lot of times where I can't look at my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also have an Apple Watch. So um, if I get a notification, like if I'm, helping a customer, I can quickly just look and see who it was. And then that alone is enough to like, okay, like there's no more mystery about who's trying to contact me. I'll read it in a minute. Um, but just the not knowing more anxiety that's, I don't have an Apple watch. I've never had a smartphone, Mm. but I think that is like, I don't, it, then it preys more on my instinct to like, I have to get back. Mm. have seen it I know for a fact this person contacted me and know yeah. like, a snippet of what they said yeah and I'd be just tripping balls to like get back to that message that I've never been able to dabble in like the iWatch thing <laughs> well, I think part of what has helped 
well, what makes it easier for me is that I don't talk to that many people. So yeah. <laughs> usually it's Hannah. And then I can just yeah. read it real quick. <laughs> she still <laughs> or, loves me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's most likely, or my family. Like those yeah. are the people that contact me the most. Um, so it, it's not um, like, oh no, I need to get back to this person. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, all right, which of the two people got a hold of me or is this urgent or is it not? Okay, great. Yeah. Um, the one time that I do have a sense of urgency. If ever Hannah calls me when I'm at work, mm-hmm. then I know it's important because she doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, and there've been a few times where she has, it's like, I need to answer this. Something's going on. Mm-hmm. Like once Tucker got out, um, which he's never done before, but he was feeling lonely. So he started walking to our friend's house that was in our old neighborhood. Like he took the path that, um, that we would always walk with him going over there. Um, but he had never gotten out before and he talks to everybody. He'll, he wants to get pets from everyone. So, um, it's like, I don't know where he'll go. And so she called me for, for that. It's like, that's a a valid reason. Um, so we, we were able to sort it out. Um, but other than that, you know, it's everything else can, can wait a minute. Yeah. Um, so, but going back to like your, your system, um, if I send you something, I know you'll get to it when you get to it. And I'm not worried about the response or the time. Um, I'm actually more surprised if you respond quickly. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. All right. We're, we're talking about this right now. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, but like I sent you an episode and the last episode that I recorded, um, or one of them, I don't know. I sent you an episode that I recorded at some point. I was like, all right, well, you know, I, I had a little paragraph of text to go with it about what it was, whatever. And she'll read this when she does. And that was, it's like, it's kind of a, a little bit of a relief to not expect or need the instant reply. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It's good to know that. Cause I think too, it's like, part of me feels that like people pleasing, like, oh, am I just being like a monster by not responding to everything quickly? Yeah. But it's good to know that like on the receiving end of it, eventually people come to know that like I can share this thing with somebody that I care about and I know that they will see it. Yeah. And be responsive, but it's not going to take that like immediate reaction. And then you're like, oh, I can be okay with that. Yeah. And, and I think it can be frustrating. I think it depends on the situation a little. Mm-hmm. Um I, I knew someone once that like never listened to their voicemail. <laughs> I would Ever. die. I have never. I would die. Or um or would listen to it like once a week. Wow. Like Fridays was the voicemail listening day. That's very me. Like, <laughs> I pick a day to do the thing. <laughs> but never like, voicemails. Okay, I called you. If it wasn't urgent, I would have sent you a text. So yeah. I called you because it was That's urgent. Nowadays, left... like a call is like something yeah. is wrong. Yeah. Unless you're yeah. calling your mom, then. Who I call five times a day. <laughs> and it's urgent every time. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad. So true. Yeah. So true. But then it's like, I'm, I'm calling you and I left you a voicemail because this thing is extra urgent that I need you to hear this and you're just mm-hmm. not gonna that's a crazy person yes, <laughs> yes. 
Oh, okay. Well, but I need to balance. get ready for work. Okay. So do we, let's, is there like some tangible, I feel like two of these conversations, like we should have like some tangible solutions. Sometimes I listen to even like famous people on podcasts and like, they didn't give me anything to like. What was the takeaway? Yeah. We're like, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Preach. And like, but how do I fix it? Like, yeah. what, what do you think we can do about it? as millennials in a technology saturated world? Like what changes can we make in our own lives that then you, you don't just end up being like a Luddite or lonely? Yeah, um, I think that the system is set up where you don't think about how you interact with it. Mm -hmm. um, I think every time they release new features on your phone or anything, it's always, uh, something that anticipates your needs mm -hmm. or learns your yeah. behavior is so it can adjust um which is cool kind of you know I, I like it when my alexa will turn off the lights at night when i forget that's mm -hmm. that's a great anticipation of a need um but uh other things are not not the best or when your algorithm on youtube serves you the videos that it thinks you want it's like that's that's trying too to much. watch one and there's like six years like <laughs> yeah can't wait to watch or, those next or then it's like oh i got in this weird rabbit hole of yeah um how electrical engineering works because i'm trying to solve you know an electric problem in my house it's like i'm not trying right. to learn all about it i just needed this one thing yeah um so stuff like that um but i think being um intentional with uh with your interaction with it Mm -hmm. Um, so like what, what you've done and taking the time to really reflect on it is very important. Um, and just saying, okay, this, this does affect me. Or even the first question, I guess, is, does it affect me? Um, and then how does it affect you and how can you adjust to make sure that you're being healthy and intentional with that whole experience? Um, yeah. so like social media take a minute to think how viewing other people's lives through that digital lens changes how you feel about your day and your life and then adjust if it doesn't help you be better. Yeah. Um, the building friendships part, uh, if anyone has any ideas or wants to join the cult, get in touch. <laughs> wink, wink. Send us an email at this is not a cult. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh but really um get yeah, in touch. Real. Right. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, a couple days from now you're gonna like hear some squeaking outside and just be like me parking in the <laughs> <laughs> we're the here we're starting um yeah i think uh you know with with building friendships um thinking about what we desire out of our friends is kind of the first step of having that um i mean i want people that i can call up right now and be like hey what are you doing tonight but I have to meet those people first. Um, so figuring out what sort of friends we want um, and really being intentional with, with that part of it um, is important now because we're not just around meeting people all the time. So um, you can't always meet someone that fits your criteria just randomly. Um, like you're not, you know, at the coffee shop, the chances that you're running into someone that fits your exact hopes for a friend might be kind of low mm -hmm. but if you have that criteria lined up already you can try and connect with those people where they already 
exist and are looking for that community also. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think I guess the first step on on all of this is some introspection, and then deciding your best route moving forward. It's tough. That's I think what I got. Like, it sucks, but it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> if you want to have intentional friendships with death, yeah, it it really does take it takes like some serious effort. Yeah. But I think we can do it. I think the more people that start to have awareness around it, it's like they exist. You know, you and I never would have known each other without Instagram. Yeah. Here we are on like a very similar wavelength. You know, like uh, we exist out there in the world. Yeah. You just have to, it does take like a hard, awkward putting yourself out there. To be like, hey, this is what I'm looking for in friendship. You yeah. perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then definitely. Like, I think the more people that start to be honest about what they want out of their relationships, the more other people are like, whoa, me too. Like, I feel lonely in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Let's go for a hike and leave our phones behind. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's ways to do it. It just takes work. I think um, preparing yourself to, to change, mm-hmm. too. Um, I think that's a big part of it, because I, I personally don't want to. I know, it's hard. Um, Who wants to? Yeah. It's even just like the routine of where I go or, you know, whatever. Um, but now realizing it's like, but I do crave community deeply. Um, and I want that around me, uh, not just online. I I want it physically. I want to have that community. Um, so I will have to change something because if I don't have it now, continuing to do this, isn't going to magically create create it yeah like i was saying earlier it's like i'm not going to meet a new person in my living room they're not just going to show up so i have to find a way to adjust myself to be open to that yeah um yeah that's that's probably harder than the planning part Mm -hmm. yeah it is really like action steps for anything in your life you want to change yeah and i think it's getting harder because of technology, because people are getting more disconnected. Mm-hmm. I don't think it means it's impossible. Just, it also takes patience, you know? Yeah. Like it really does take patience and time. So I think we can do it. Yeah. And if you're interested, you can join us. By- <laughs> <laughs> We're only $79.99. Not a cult.com. Ooh, monthly charges. That's yeah, a good can idea. Can you imagine rolling it? <laughs> It has to be sustainable somehow. It has you to. Got, be. You got to pay for the the compound. Some some way. Frames, all of our nice fancy cars. Yeah, the price of lumber has gone up. So has, I mean, that's actually, yeah. that's part of it. <laughs> oh well, it's been so groovy to hang. See, this yes, is we could be having this in person. We just gotta. Yeah, somebody's just gotta move. I know. One of us is about to. <laughs> It can't be me. I just moved in. <laughs> I got past to nothing, so yeah, I'm stay tuned. I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Groovy. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, and so uh, we'll do this again soon. Yes, let's do it. Any other topic topics? I love to chat about it. So oh, I'll think about it. We'll be yeah. email me, fax me. I will. <laughs> Bye. 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 
If you or anyone you know are interested in joining a community of like-minded humans living in A-frame cabins, driving Rolls Royces, and strictly wearing burnt orange, email me over at littlecouchbigquestions at gmail.com. Also, check out this episode and other cool conversational content over on Kyle's podcast, Your Best Friend Kyle. Until next time on The Little Couch.